peoples the peoples of the internets the whole world the whole wide world what is going on yo this is rj this is gut instincts podcast you clicked it you know what you're doing you're a human being or a being in general with limbs i assume or appendages or phalanges i guess yeah appendages with fingers um, yo, what is happening, man? How is your week? Um, I'm sitting here. I was sitting here. I made a smoothie, um, using the probiotic protein, uh, mix that I made that you can find, uh, on the website, uh, com. You already know that if you click this from there. So you're like, yeah, dude, I know, but it's under recipes and um i don't really share when i update that all the time i do what i can do but like you know there's so many aspects of this one man band we call gun instincts podcast that i'm just doing what i can and then when i remember and then i tell you like this like now so yeah i'm uh that and um bananas and some Canary melon, canary melon, um, frozen, and what else had I put, put in there? A couple pieces of watermelon in there. Oh, and some cherries. Because cherries are in season, and they're delicious. All right, so here's a little tip. As I burp my life away, I don't know what you guys can hear, but... I have to drink this smoothie. I'm almost at the end here. Um, you know, part of me was like, oh, just drink it before. And then part of me is like, man, you could really use this daring. But it's just like, it's so, so good. Mm. Yep. And then you add lots of water. Add a little bit of orange juice or any juice for that matter, right? If I juice... Um, my own, especially greens, that's my favorite. Make your own juice, just get apple cider or whatever. A little bit of that for sweetness, and and that's it. You can add, uh, I added spirulina this time. That's what I wanted. So that's the smoothie, and um, I successfully made a grass-fed, local, pasture-raised meat bar, meat and seed bar. If anybody's into that type of stuff, um, you know, I'll share it on my stories, uh, but I'll have it up on the website. Probably my next couple batches. I gotta, I gotta come up with something really great to put up there. You know, what I mean, I'm just glad that it came out good. Um, with the uh, sesame seed, that was pretty rad, yo. It's always good when something is successful. Um, and then vice versa when it's not, you're just kind of like, okay, now what? For example, I'll tell you exactly how this works and how I'm going to like make the steps forward to change something that I'm doing. And it's really simple. Making coconut yogurt. As simple as that sounds, it's not simple because you have fat and you have water. If any of y'all have been listening, we've talked about lipids, we talked about water, and we talked about the structures of it and how it doesn't mix and why it doesn't mix and why we need emulsifiers to mix it, right? So sunflower lecithin or all those other gum gums that they put, the stabilizers and the ice cream. That's why there's so many, right? So many stabilizers inside the ice cream, xanthan gum. Guara gum, acacia gum, <clears throat> a 
I think there's a carob. Is there? I don't know. Anyways. So we're going to go ahead and take rip of this. And we're going to start the show. I'm just going to get into glycogen right now. Because we're talking about the gut. And um, the newest revelation, which is hilarious because you think, you you know, this is how I'm going to put this out or else I'm going to like light, some, light myself. <clears throat> the interesting thing about, obviously, the daily life, right, and learning and being open to learning and change, because change is the only... The only constant people who don't change, you see it, you can see it. It just it it's the same thing over and over, um, and then you're thinking to yourself like, hmm, is that person? That person's not changing, maybe in your mind, because you're a reflection of the inside. We're a reflection of each other, right? So maybe if you started to change, or if you did a few things that changed, then you'll see them change and that's the whole uh be the be the change you seek in the world or something like that right all right enough of using that word because i feel like uh i always think of south park kind of ruined it for me with the um, homeless <laughs> change change, change. I've ever, i don't know if i've ever seen that but that's a great show <laughs> those guys <sighs> You know, things go deep in that show. There's a lot of things that get exposed, and it, it's all part of agenda, but it's still hilarious. So, <laughs> enjoy. Uh, thanks. Hey, thanks for clicking Gut Instincts Podcast. If you got it packed up, if you got it twisted up, light it. And if you don't, there's plenty of us who are going to um, for you. So fresh, so clean, 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 clean. And everything's clean, and I got some extra bowls, so now it's like I stay nice and... It's always nice to keep your medicinal units or I don't know what you call them, the contraptions that you use for your medicine. It's always good to keep them clean. I get it. Not everyone can uh, do everything all at once. Just do your best. All right. And so here's what I wanted to bring up because I noticed, I said I was going to talk about glycogen. Now glycogen is what? Okay. Here we go. I got too many tabs open, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, it, I want to make sure I have enough source material in front of me for you so you're not listening to dead air, right? Dead air, I should get some chips and start crunching. Some of you got that. All right, so, uh, Glycogen is a readily metabolized storage form of glucose. So pretty much glucose, think of glucose as sugar. Glycogen is the um, the readily metabolized storage form of it. So it's it's because you're talking about the same thing, right? It's the same thing. This is this is why science and stuff like this gets me frustrated because it's like it's clearly not made to get people to understand it. Like that's no, no, we wouldn't no. <laughs> so this is where I come in I'm, or where we come in when we talk about this stuff because we're going to try to at least break it down to a somewhat simplistic understanding uh, and why I'll tell you in a second right after these no I'm just, I don't have sponsors yet um, it's a very large branched polymer of glucose um, residue right it can be broken down to yield glucose molecules for energy that's needed. So it's the simple form of hops, of hops. It's the simple form 
of the glucose, essentially, right? <laughs> My voice has been squeaking since I was, I think, 13. Welcome to Gun Sings Podcast. All right, so <laughs> basically, what, what what I know is that um, they're two of the same constituents. Just like when we talk about amino acids, and we talk about um, amino acids and, and terpenes, right? Terp uh, terpene terpenes are sort of in the sense like. Glycogen is to glucose, right? Terpenes are to amino acids as glycogen is to glucose. Now, that might not be exactly correct, and I'm obviously, that's a claim of mine. Not obviously, but that is a claim of mine. I don't really bring up that many claims, but a few claims I'd rather stick behind because when it makes sense in my mind, I'm just going to be the one who is claiming it. So that way, when it does come to light, um, you know, I'm the one who's been fucking saying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm. Alright, smoothie's done. <clears throat> I could use, like, two more of those. Now, here's why all this is interesting, is because if any of y'all, or most of y'all who've been listening for a while know that I'm on or I've been on the low low carb diet, right? Or low complex um sugar diet. So only honey and maple pretty much essentially and nothing else with added sugars. Anything added sugars kinda just slips in there and whoopsie and that's it. Now I went from there to adding um lots of grass fed uh meats and bone broths and things of that nature, and fats. And I was still eating raw dairy and cheese, uh, yogurt that's been um, yogurt that's been fermented for uh, 24 hours minimum, and cheese that has been aged for 8 to 12 months minimum, right? And they have to be from raw sources and pasture-raised. You can't find that here on the East Coast. Um, I was rocking that pretty well for a while. Basically switched over to just grass-fed dairy, and I think that really tore things up <clears throat> with basically lowering my meat to nothing and increasing my fish. I did vegetarian for a little while and then went to vegan just for a small amount of time, probably six to eight months. But I mean, implementing all that stuff in my food's been there for for like two years. Now, one thing I noticed is feeling my bones more and feeling my like ten, like joints and tendons real like really bad. I would knock into something and it would feel like my whole entire body was radiating with pain. Now. I have the Crohn's, which is like, you can constantly think that that's something going on. Um, but again, it all stems, stems down to what you're absorbing in your, in your diet, things of that nature. <clears throat> and things were not going well for me, right? Fast forward, <clears throat> I started to look into the essential fatty acids, EFAs. If any of you follow my Instagram, you probably should, CBD Healer. On Instagram, that's CBD Healer, CBD H E A L E R. Um, I post about this type of stuff. That's why I started to look more into essential fatty acids, and then increased that, and then increased, and then I went full like omnivore, but increased meat from six to eight ounces a week to now. 16 to 32, probably two pounds a week. Two pounds of meat. Um, and of course, and then the other thing also is I decreased my intake of fruits. And I noticed that 
was having effect with the low sugar. Um, so it was kind of like getting hit on two ends. I increased the fruit back up. That helped with the sugar. Um, and adding that extra carb and carbohydrate, the um, right, the calories that's needed because I need to hit, hit a threshold and I need to start gaining fat, right? You need to gain, you need to gain muscle if you're moving, if you're doing exercise, things of that nature, and you're eating, and then you need to gain fat as soon as you hit that calorie, uh, like sort of threshold. Once you hit that. Now, that is where it's uh, a bit difficult for myself to eat that much stuff. It's just, especially because of the emotional and just sort of the roller coaster ride, right? Especially you've been with me for two years, you guys. So that's a very short amount of time compared to being diagnosed about 20 years ago. So... Basically, now what we're looking at is, 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 is hence glycogen serves as a buffer to maintain blood glucose lever, levels. So it's a buffer to maintain your sugar levels, right? And if you caught on just a minute ago, I told you about the sugar levels that I felt in my body depleting because of the lower intake of vegetables or fruits not vegetables fruits mainly because i can easily squeeze i mean i don't know like three handfuls worth of fruit so you figure that's probably a cup and a half to two cups worth of fruit and then that day and they're all different right so uh, that's that's the beauty oh here you go there's a perfect segue is a perfect segue into the next hit um, of this bowl. <laughs> and hopefully you are already like passed in your joint or maybe you're, you've been waiting for that to happen. Now, really, really, really cool little, we'll get back to it because I got it right here so I won't forget. Or if I do forget, like always, my bad. But it's right there. So we're, we're going to talk about the sugar level and how it, correlates with needing enough glycogen <clears throat> and it's all and, and, and it's interesting because it's sugar and we're all about lowering the sugar but I think when you're at the point where you're on a no sugar diet or a low sugar diet a low carb diet this is the type of stuff that we're taught like I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, hinting towards, by the way, if any of y'all like aren't into that or whatever, or you're thinking about dieting or whatever, like thinking about cutting back bread or thinking about cutting back the carbs or um, or adding meat or vice versa, um, you kind of should know like the constituents of what you're eating. I guess people call it macro and micronutrients, uh, fat, protein, carbohydrates, vitamin A, B, you know, the vitamins and all that, right? You got to at least know um, the basics. That way you can at least hit it the right area because everyone's built, that's the thing, everyone's built differently. That's what I realized. If I could have maintained eating a all veggie diet, um, I would have, but one of the biggest thing was like, I knew my body can't, or what it's not processing the proteins, the, the, the plant proteins. And the more studying that I'm looking at, it's showing that the, when we go down to the basic core level of a plant cell and a, You know, a, a plant cell and a human cell, at its core, the structures are similar yet different in enough where it's obvious that it's going to be different digesting. I mean, that's just, I don't know, you don't, you don't need to be a biologist or, you know take eight years of college 
can to figure it out. But when it comes down to it, you just look at the basic constituents of the cell. Let's see, I have it up here now. Not this one. That one's like a... Yeah, so I mean, one is like structured, right? Uh, plant cells are very structured. Animal cells are sort of like an orb, uh, rounded. Um, there's a cell wall and a cell membrane in a plant cell, whereas animal cell has a membrane but no cell wall. So if you think of on on the basic level, your body has literally an exposed cell membrane with no wall to get to everything that's inside of it. Whereas a plant cell it has to go through a wall, it has to break down the wall. So it needs to have the ability to break down that wall. And that's why we sprout our seeds, right? To activate the enzymes, to basically break that cell wall that we call a shell, expose the in inside, turn the enzymes on so it's alive. Same thing with sprouts. That way it's accessible there. Um, so yeah, we said round versus square. Uh, the plant cell has photosynthesis with chloroplasts, whereas the animal cell does not have chloroplasts. Photosynthesis. Big vacuole. 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 Yeah, I'm butchering that. My bad, guys. Well, you know. <laughs> has amyloplasts versus lysomes, lysosomes, lysosomes. Now we can get into that, but we're not going to today. Because today isn't about plant and animal cells. No, no, my friends. I mean, it can be, I guess. But... I'd rather just we wait and we talk about the sugar first because we need to understand the sugar first and how the sugars are different because then you start thinking, oh, there's corn sugar, there's potato sugar, there's beet sugar, oh, there's GMO sugar, oh. And then we start understanding the ramifications of altering the plasmids that exist within the cells, right, with CRISPR technology, which is what Bayer Monsanto does with the GMO, that's what genetically modified organisms are, right, they're not the cross-breeded tomatoes that will probably result outside from my two tomatoes being cross-pollinated, that could be quite delicious. And maybe even a fair uh, family heirloom passed down if we keep the seed pure and not crossbred with others. Um, no, that's not it. It's, it's, it's splicing that gene in there. Now, what's interesting is if the body's breaking it down to its basic level, then it's being exposed to what? Is the plasmid in the sugar? <clears throat> Take it to that. GMOs. I think thirty something countries banned that shit. You can't. You literally, if you're if you're caught with it at the dock, like they'll they'll turn you around with guns. You know, like that. It ain't coming on the shore. Imagine that. And and we got and and it's it it, it doesn't even have to be labeled. It doesn't have to be labeled. Because Barry Satoro passed that, uh, or denied, or, yeah, I think it was supposed to be passed. And then they denied it. It's not fair for my butt buddies. It's not fair for my butt buddies. Pay to play, politicos. Fucking scubs.
All right, so. Glycogen's, glycogen's role in maintaining blood glucose levels is especially important. I, I bet you people who have sugar issues are listening to this like, oh yeah, I knew. or maybe not, I don't know. You should. I uh, hope you do. You can definitely school me on this stuff. Because I'm learning all of this. Being a low sugar, just um, just really in the sense that like a complex carbohydrate needs to be broken down. So it needs more power to break down. And then it gets used or stored. And um, if it doesn't get stored, it gets eaten by the bad bacteria that's inside your, your gut. And I guess if you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria in your gut, that's where the issues come into play. Now, my, I mean, my, my sabotage is like, how, how long do you sabotage yourself in saying that things are, there's a problem? You know what I mean? If you're sitting there thinking that to yourself, you won't go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> because you could do that all day, right? To anything. You could just keep you could just keep doing that. But you gotta you gotta just stay positive, I think, and just like I guess I take it day by day. Um so because glucose is virtually the only fuel used by the brain, except during prolonged starvation. Moreover, the glucose from glycogen is readily mo mobilized and is therefore a good source of energy for sudden strenuous activities. So I noticed that when I started to when it started to become warm more and I started to plant uh, have to do more digging, right? Then you can start feeling your body use up these stores start metabolize some maybe some runners know it and some you work out a lot it that that like that dripping sweat as somebody who is a writer so <coughs> spoiler alert we don't write and run or <laughs> or work out or we're like sitting just <laughs> or or laying down my book I, I wrote practically on the ground i'm i'm serious Practically the whole thing was written on the ground. If you didn't know, the book is on sale and it's up on Amazon. Just type in R.J. Martins or um, Adam and Eve, Origins of Human Consciousness. But if you just type in R.J. Martins, it'll get you right to the book. Um, that's how you support the podcast. Or become a patron, that too. Because that's up and running, too. I got some really cool things in store. And the more you guys are badass and support and listen and share and everything, the more kick-ass things are happening in this end. So... Unlike fatty acids, now we're talking about fatty acids. Unlike fatty acids, the released glucose can provide energy in the absence of oxygen and can thus supply energy for anaerobic activity. So see, this is like the little, little tidbits that take a while to learn. Um, and they're important. What that basically means is I wish I fucking knew that like <laughs> eight months ago. <laughs> uh, two major sites of glycogen storage are the liver and the skeletal muscles. Okay, so they're in the liver and the skeleton mostly, uh, which is interesting. Boy, am I glad I added more sugar to my diet. Uh... Okay, cool. 
yeah, you know, it's like I've just been living on lots of honey and maple and natural sugars, and it's good to, uh, I think, to an extent. I think you, I think everything in moderation, right? I, that's what I'm coming down to. Everything in moderation, no big deal. It's funny because when you think about that, when that's yeah, real simple. I mean, you just just don't over. What is that? That sin they call. Some of you are like yelling it right now. I, I, I can't think of the name. Gluttony. Ha ha ha. Oh, wow, that's weird because we're talking about glycogen and it's gluttony. Yeah, I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if you guys think that's weird. I think it's weird. Well, not weird, but like universally synchronistic weird. You guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, I apologize if I'm like mumbly today. We were, Bella and I were outside earlier, and we did, um, checked up on the garden. Yo, the garden is doing phenomenal. Um, met with my farmer friend over the week at Folk Fest. I was at Folk Fest in Newport, Rhode Island. If any of y'all know about that, I know some of you are in other countries and stuff, but if you're in other countries, you may have heard of this or saw this anyways, because it's actually huge uh not just the country but uh yeah it spans it's pretty big um whole weekend of uh folk and it was fun it was cool yeah uh, i was with a local juicery that i make the kombucha for fully rooted and we were we were sharing the um kombucha and the juice and it was badass so I don't even know where we went off on that one. Why did I bring that up? All right, so Oh, we were talking about the garden. The garden's doing great. Um, yeah, so the garden is... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so I was there at Folk Fest, and I saw my farmer friend, and literally we talked for like 30 seconds because it was crazy busy. Haha. <laughs> But um, everything is rocking and rolling. I'm 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 making it happen uh, for September. If y'all don't already know, so what is it? July, yeah. So um, tickets will be available by the end of the month. So August first, they will be live for you to get on Eventbrite. Um, you can pick them up. And it's going to be sometime at the end of September. The exact date and all that info will be there. We'll be up there, I promise. Um, it'll be at the Permaculture Farm. The Permaculture uh, Lovely Food Forest Farm with uh, all the cucumbers and all the lovely tomatoes and fresh basil and... Um, all that lovely stuff. We're going to be do using lots of the food that we grew. And yeah, food that's back here. It's going to be badass. Like, you're going to love it. I promise. I'll, I'll kind of like feed you stuff as we go. Um, but it's going to be book release party. The book has already been released since April, right? But not everyone pays attention. And, um, I'm not gonna I would like I wanted to make sure that we had like a harvest fest celebration. That's what I wanted. And so that's what I'm gonna do. And you can, you know, obviously come hang out and eat some badass food and see some kick ass people and that's it. You know, you can come and go. Whatever, no big deal. It's gonna all the yeah, like I said, all the info will be up there once you figure out the rest of the details, but 
Um, it's going to be fun, man. Till then, you can order the book online on the website, gutinstinctspodcast.com. Yep, 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 yep. Or get it on Amazon, amazon.com. Did you know? I don't know if I'm exposing them right now. It's going to put me on the fucking radar. The Amazon logo, if you go and take a look at it, check it out. <clears throat> you know, it looks like it's got the smile. It's an illusion. It's not really a smile. It's literally an arrow because you can see it has the arrow. Um, it's from A to Z, if you notice. The arrow starts from A because it doesn't have an arrow on the other end. And if any of y'all know, like, uh, think of when you're plotting a line or math or something, right? Uh, a line, a, like a vertical line, and then a horizontal line, and then the arrow. That's like stop, go, even electric, electrical work, uh, like diagrams, Zen diagrams, Venn diagrams. Um, yeah, the line, and, and then uh, if you look at the logo, it's, it's from A to Z, man. They literally ship A to Z. Everything in the Amazon. Everything you can think of. I may have said that before. I feel like I've said that on this podcast. Some of you are like, damn, smoking too much. That definitely doesn't affect your memory. Like, maybe short term in the sense that, like, you lose the train of thought, which, you know, which happens on the show. But that happens even when I'm, I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's like you can't blame things on on the herb. I mean, I guess you can. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> what? All right. So when your body needs, we're just going to go back and we're going to finish this. We're going to finish this strong. When your body needs energy, it can draw on glycogen stores. Which we already kind of learned what the stores were. The molecules made from glucose in the food you eat are mainly stored in your liver and your muscles. Okay, so we need big muscles and we need good liver. From these storage sites, your body can quickly metabolize glycogen when it's it needs the fuel. Okay, so like when you're running or whatever. When you eat, how often you eat, and your activity level, obviously, that changes everything. Low-carb and keto diets, as well as strenuous exercise, deplete glycogen stores, causing the body to burn fat for energy. Now, basically an example of somebody like me uh, who didn't have much fat in general to start with at the end of winter kept on my low carb and was sort of on a keto diet mainly coming out of the vegan vegetarian diet and began depleting my glycogen stores by planting all those fruit trees <laughs> but listen now I gotta gain more fat so here's where I learned about the importance of glycogen and we are rocking it learning about glycogen uh production and storage on gut instincts podcast i'm just glad i caught it in time like it was crazy i can't i still kind of like i need some i need a lot more but like when you put your elbow on i mean some of you who are probably naturally skinny can relate because it's just like i've been like this for a while it just it got to this point where I felt, and it's funny because I didn't even read about it. I felt about it first and I thought about it. And it's like, it felt like there was no more protection around like the veins and the joints. I could just see everything. I could feel everything. I put my hands on my elbows and I'd move them and I'd feel every single like strand kind of like those lines i could still feel like this stuff moving around when you move your hands and things maybe some of you are really skinny can can relate to that it's not a fun feeling like and then of course you get all the social 
things about it too. It's like people looking at you and think you're skinny and like people say you look sick and all this stuff. Nobody wants to feel like that. So it's just interesting to know what can either help or or the opposite way or if you got more more fat and you can feel it and you're like, I know I'm strong. I know like I know I have muscle and then there's extra fat and then obviously you can see, well, there's where's it coming from or in my case people are super skinny where's it not coming from you know things like buying sugar-free ketchup you guys like that's what i'm talking about like that little addition whereas like a year or two ago i was sort of like okay no way a sauce that has sugar in it now i'm like okay i could use that little extra sugar inside of that sauce it makes the sauce taste great it's good sugar. It's organic. Usually, if you're getting it, I again, I wouldn't recommend. I just, I would look at the. There's a reason why I did like two episodes on sugar back, like a year and a half ago or whatever it was, around Halloween. I don't know, 2016. I don't know, whatever it was, because I wanted to basically take, you know, sugar is the most GMO commodity. It's it's like wheat. I mean, probably other than wheat. Whereas it's extremely subsidized. And the seed is GMO'd and forced fed down like all these big ag companies or farmers. But all the big ag farmers have all kind of been bought out or they've got their hands tied. So it's like there's a there's a back and forth going on. And then the demand is what's driving it. So. If the as the demand changes and more practices turn to organic, it lowers the price and it it gradually um, changes. I mean, you can't. That's that's why the whole like people who freak out about things is just like, let's bring awareness and then go forward. You know, we've got a one day at a time here. All right. Uh, same thing with draining the swamp and all this politics bullshit we've got one day at a time to manifest and create what's been created for i don't know man i don't know how many hundreds of years it's been i don't know i don't know how many hundreds of years that's a whole other podcast buzzing so Ah, most of the carbohydrates we eat are converted into glucose, our main source of energy. When the body doesn't need fuel, the glucose molecules are linked together in chains 8 to 12, right? So that's relatively nice and long, but not too long. 8 to 12 is actually a great number. 8 is the infinity, and, uh, and 12, 12 is... 12, 12 disciples, 12 months, 12, that's, well, you can't make that shit up, huh? <laughs> uh, main trigger for this process is insulin, and of course, anybody who has an issue with uh, their blood sugar is probably well-versed in this. My issue is if I overcarb load, I can feel it. I feel drunk and I can't really like my joints kind of hurt and I can't I like pass out or lay down or I gotta take a nap or something. That's the difference right there. So it's like, all right, you gotta find some sort of middle, right? Some sort of calm, calm within the confines of the chaos that we call life. Okay, so glycogen makes up to 6% of the liver's weight. Oh, everything else is just, um, you know, kind of boring. Um, I'll bring this up, though. Glycogen and diet, this is fun. Uh, when you eat and how much you move around influences glycogen production. That's very, very important, right? So winter sedentary versus active 
midsummer day, like five hours in the garden, and it's very different, right? So you should be eating different. We should be eating different. Uh, the effects are felt, especially if you're on a low-carb diet, where primary source is uh, glucose synthesis is suddenly restricted. First, starting a low-carb diet, your body glycogen stores can be severely depleted, and you may experience symptoms of fatigue and mental dullness. Once your body adjusts and starts renewing its glycogen stores, these symptoms should begin to subside. So basically, that's sort of what happens, I guess. I mean, I didn't really feel too much fatigue and mental dullness, I guess. But that was a long time ago, so I don't really want to say whether I did or not. I think I started low-carb in 2004. 13, yeah, 2013. So that's five years, my friends. And then, like we said, switch it up the last few years. But, man, I'm happy we're, we're learning about glycogen and what got here, me here was the lipids was what, what a lipid is made of. Um, or at least, let me, here, let me explain to you. Because this is where we're going to end it. We're going to end it on glycolipoprotein. Wait, did I spell that wrong? <clears throat> yeah. Uh glycolipid. Glycolipid uh is a lipid with a carbohydrate attached by a glycosidic bond. Glycosidic bond is a type of covalent bond that joins a carbohydrate, which is a sugar, to another group which may or may not be a sugar. And what's interesting is the sugar is technically called the glycolipid, and that literally means like sugar fat, fat sugar, and it's connected to a fat. Dude, this shit's crazy. It's hurting my brains. <laughs> it's hurting my two brain cells, guys. <laughs> All right, that's enough for today. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's interesting because we look at fatty acids and amino acids and we look at the constituents that make up fat in the glycolipids and then we start thinking, okay, well, sugar and amino acids, these all, these all play a very important role in the way my human body is moving around. That being said, I can feel my glycolipoproteins, my glycogens, my glycogen stores are low and they were okay because we drank that amazing smoothie. But now, after learning about all this glycogen uh, use, it's just happened. Literally in real time. Literally in real time. <laughs> well, I guess that's it, y'all. Um, we dove pretty pretty far deep into um, the glycogen and sugars, and that was pretty fun. And I guess you can consider this like my introduction to not being quite low-carb anymore. Uh, most of y'all already are in the loop and know that I'm back to omnivorous with actually a focus on lots and lots of proteins, all the, all the meats, all grass fed, all organic, try to get local as possible. Yeah, we're going to see if we can gain some, um, 
some stores, some fat stores, and gain some muscle and in the meantime and learn more. Learn more about our nonpolar fatty acids that are all around us in our bodies. Yeah. No. All right. That's it for today, y'all. Uh, Gut Instincts Podcast. Don't forget Instagram, CBD Healer, GutInstinctsPodcast.com. Grab an elderberry tincture because we are going to get into fall and you're going to want it. I love that stuff, I'll be honest. You know, they say don't tap in your own supply. In this case, this guy definitely taps into his own supply. So that's it, Ben. Uh, oh, and if you're local in Rhode Island, I'll be at an event called the Loof. Oh, boy. See, this is the stuff that I'm just... Loof. Loff. I don't know, man. L-O-O-F-F. It's an East Providence Arts Festival, and it's Saturday, August 10th. I will be there with the book. So if you're local and you're Rhode Island, or if you're in the New England area and you feel like taking a trip to little old East Providence and checking out this little town by the sea, come uh, yeah, come Saturday, August 10th. So I'll be there. I don't, I don't know the time. You just look it up. Look it up. You have the internet. It's called the Loof in East Providence. Um, what else? That's it. Order the book to support, man. Don't forget. And share it with your friends, too. That helps. That helps a whole lot. I see, all, I see all the shares. I see you guys. I see you guys. I love you guys. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. That's it. Uh, that was a great show. And until next time, man. Peace, you guys. Stay positive. Keep, keep crushing it.